on today's episode of the God Awful Gospel Hour. It's been 105 degrees for a month straight with no clouds in the sky. <laughs> and our guests are one half of Paper Tigers. Mike and Bjarki. Hello, hello. What have, uh, what have been some of y'all's mountaintop moments recently, as far as music goes, performing with big bands, or like, did you get to ask for only the green M&Ms in the, in the backstage area or anything like that? Pride. Right? Yeah, exactly. Our writer always goes ignored, so. Yeah. Um, we, we played Boston Calling last summer. That was pretty awesome. Uh, it was a big music and festival. you got In Between Days coming up? Yeah, In Between Days coming up this August. So big bands on both of those festivals, so that, that's been kind of really cool, and uh, we were nominated for a Boston Music Awards Rock Artist of the Year last year, and we're, we're hoping to be nominated again, so th- things like that. Is this your second or third proper album? Uh, this is our first LP, but we have... First full album. Okay, it's just EPs. been... Four, yeah. four EPs yeah. before this. All right, so this is something to be celebrated. Yeah. Come September, we've got a couple sneak... I got to hear the album before the world. That's right. Thank you. Bjarki for sending that <laughs> and we wanted to tell y'all how much we appreciate the uh, theme song oh hell yeah man Bjarki is, is is a frightening genius yeah I know it was fun to sit here and watch him work like a mad scientist on that that was cool yeah <laughs> yeah there was there was definitely some production it sounded great yeah we were actually in the middle of a mixing session for um our LP uh when Josh texted we were like stop everything we just like this is cool that we need like it was great because it was like something fun energizing to do while we were getting because when you mix an album it's like you're just listening to the same song over and over and over and it got really exhausting so this was a cool little energizing thing we got to do we got to take a break from paper tigers and do an oxblood thing and do a, a theme song for you guys it was a lot of fun well maybe we can get you to do it for some of our other gay ass podcasts yeah. around here yeah the whole thing took like <laughs> an hour actual money <laughs> Have you, uh, you guys, genre-wise, are kind of undefinable as far as I've been able to discern. I really don't like that kind of stuff. I don't call people things because mm-hmm. I took acid and went to Tower Records and got afraid of all of the tabs <laughs> that stack up and, and say what the records are. I was just trying to find one record, and I was like, I'm so confused. It was actually a CBS. I hate this. <laughs> but have you, in, in reviews and in, in interviews, et cetera, have you guys been referred to as any kind of weird, freaky genre that you weren't ready to hear no not that i not that i can think of uh, usually people are just call us indie alt rock because we've genre yeah i mean it's fun chaos to me that's why yeah. i like it and i, I mean i'm biased because i like hearing my friends sing it's like your mom says you're handsome you might <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> so i don't know if you guys know this but steely dan did a jingle for schlitz beer oh shit it just showed up on the on the internet so you know, that's a whole lane that you guys could get into. Nice, yeah. Well, we, we've been approached <laughs> you by... You could do a jingle for John Taylor for MGD. We've just been approached by Bud Light recently, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> you, they're, they're grasping for validity. They said I had a, fe- I had a feminine quality that they wanted to uh, market. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you guys are, you're the sweet spot in between the conservatives that are mad and the trans activists that are mad yeah. that they pissed off both sides. Exactly. Maybe they like you guys because you live your own truth. Exactly. We like to alienate as many people as possible. So, <laughs> uh-huh. 
What's the uh, Boston rock scene like? This is the Austin Boston connection. This is like yeah. the movie Road Trip where they mixed up Austin yeah, mixed and up, Boston. Yeah. Boston, Texas, and Austin. What's your favorite venue? Like, would you say your favorite venue is to play in Boston? I mean, there's so few of them. Like left, I feel like we just we have like you have to pick from both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of like O'Brien's. It's like in our neck of the woods. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Dunkin' Donuts. We try to play Dunkin' Donuts whenever possible. Get free coffee. <laughs> well, which one? I mean, we've got yeah, four. Yeah, exactly. There's like one or two in the area. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we, we, we've been lucky. We've been playing bigger bigger stages lately. So um, my, my favorite venue is uh, this place called Taffeta uh, that we're yeah. going to be playing in December, I think. Um, we've played a couple times so far. but um, And then we just got invited to play a... Um, a large stage uh, called the Rockwell, and another place in Providence. So we're 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 moving on up like the Jeffersons a little bit Have on you, that New England circuit. Yeah, yeah. The Tri County area. <laughs> Have you been down to back down to DC with the Tigers? We did we once. Have, yeah. yeah, we went um, with the PTs. Was it last December or December before? No, uh, last December well, wasn't it? Was like two years, right? You were at the Black Yeah, Cat, right? we, went, we went to uh, DC nine. I think it was like last December or December before that. I don't remember, but. Um, yeah, we went down for a weekend and played DC9 and uh, hung out with like a bunch of old friends. It was fun. You're like, hey, you guys remember me. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like 50 pounds <laughs> heavier and I have long hair, so nobody recognized me. I made a banner for Medlock's, one of his first bands called Espresso oh, right. when I was working at Cyanorama in Herndon, Virginia. They put it up behind the band and everything. I wish I still had that, man. That was an awesome banner. Bjarke, we've been having a uh, debate about an ancient viking tradition okay. that you might be able to help yeah. us with did you see the northman uh sorry i think my mic's not working you sound good oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it yeah. worked oh, uh i've i saw the first 10 minutes no. of it and i i hated it you hated yeah. it <laughs> now your mic's not working again yeah uh-oh i think it's a directional issue yeah so the guy in the northman mike i don't know if you saw that movie no so there's an ancient tradition for Vikings where if you cut, if you if you beat a foe, you have to cut their head off, and put it up their ass, <laughs> to to like keep them from coming back as a zombie, right? Is that Draugr? Yeah, technically you're supposed to take the head as far away as possible, but if you're on a quest and you have other shit to do, you just put it so like, the mouth is on the asshole like a dead human centipede. Sounds yeah. like one of my Tinder dates. Hey, we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> We're trying to figure out uh, what the what the word for that would be. The ancient runes, runic words. We thought maybe Bjork would know because she's from up there. Mm-hmm. Never heard. But of I looked it up on the internet. Nobody could find it anywhere. Nobody has any idea. Os mouth. <laughs> Do you speak any of the old tongue, Bjorki? It's pretty similar to like modern Icelandic. Yeah, but, like I've never heard of that before. The head and yeah. the ass. I've heard like you put it on a stick, but that's kind of like a universal yeah. thing. It's like stay out. Yeah. There's a guy. Glad the impaler. You can. We'll figure it out together. <laughs> yeah. Osmos. Ass, ass cheese. Yeah. Ass cheese. <laughs> <laughs> did they call it anything like in the movie? Or they, it was just something they did. They just whenever he would kill a guy, he'd cut his head off, and then when the guy was like in between, he'd put like right in between his legs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Motorboat. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's like, don't come haunting me after the dead. Come haunt, go haunt yourself up the That's ass. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's so it his Medlock personal touch. and I have touch. been going back and forth with doing, making up anti-Semitic Oasis song titles. Yeah. Recently, yeah. I was. <laughs> I don't know if we can say any of them. Yeah. And every single text conversation between Josh and I always ends with me saying, "Please don't get me canceled." Like, <laughs> please, for the love of God. Like, 
If you get canceled, then you're halfway to success. That's right. Yeah. If, you, if they destroy you, you'll only be, become stronger like Obi Wan. Right. Tucker Carlson will come to your rescue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to do one of his barn shows. Yeah. His Twitter barn shows. So Medlock and I grew up together. Uh, Medlock kind of saved my life when both of my best friends moved away you know, halfway through junior year of high school. And then, uh, yeah, I also got I got in trouble at, with at youth group a lot of times. But this one time, every year they have a Florida bike trip where you bike across Florida. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't allowed to go one year because I went to 7-Eleven on the way to youth group and I was late. <laughs> and the guy, youth group leader came to my house and was like, I, I can't be responsible for Josh. I don't know where he's going to be when. And it was like, I'm 16, I'm an adult. I stopped yeah. to, to get some Sour Patch kids on the way You're to youth group. You're going to burn in Slurpee hell. Relax. But so that year, my two older best friends, Matt and John, that I grew up with skateboarding in D.C., they went without me. And I was traumatized for life to the point where I had to move in with them for five years after college. <laughs> but I just became uh, best friends with Medlock after that. He was the, the guy, the, the, the third friend that was left over after everybody went away. And I started hanging out with Medlock and all his Herndon High School buddies. That were, I didn't even go to that high school. So he kind of put me under his wing and let me hang out with these these guys that uh you know we were 16 17 18 19 so most of it was just drinking behind the ice rink yeah where nobody could I find us and then we became quadruple eskimo bros of making out with <laughs> girls we hooked up with four of the same one all, all the girls were named after elements of the universe it was a crystal there was a dusty <laughs> a girl named dusty yeah, yeah. yeah. okay there was a, all the girls were named after i think we both fingered a girl named powder <laughs> the, the you know the retarded girl with no eyebrows the albino now on the main her. stage destiny <laughs> <laughs> dusty and powder yeah, dusty yeah. Oh, they work sisters <laughs> yeah crystal and essence talcum <laughs> so i just got back from the beach i was at the beach for a week the tech i didn't even know they had beaches in texas yeah on, terrible on the east coast <laughs> but we went down to the gulf and it, yeah it is there's a lot of tar in the sand but Medlock and I have been to a few beaches oh, together, but we mostly used to go to uh, Austin, or sorry, Ocean yeah, City. Yeah, Ocean City, yeah. yeah Ocean City, Maryland. I don't know why we did that, because I looked at a map of Virginia, and there's a beach one hour east of D.C. It, in it, Maryland. It's probably We were 17, and that was like the dirtiest place we could find, so we were just like, what, what's the yeah. dirtiest beach on earth? Oh, okay, let's go to Ocean City. Yeah, all we knew was the ones that were four hours yeah. away, Virginia Beach and Ocean City. Like we didn't, because we didn't care about nature, we cared about pussy. So they had to be beaches with boardwalks and, and bikini stores and the places you could go underneath right, right. the t-shirt with the frogs and all the sexual positions. Yeah, Some place where they go some, to that where they won't miss the homeless people that we murder. Yeah, that's where yeah. girls make bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we went to the beach one time, Ocean City. We stayed at the Admiral Hotel. Mm. We've been driving all day. Me, that. John, Matt, Mike. We got there and we're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm going to go to sleep. Well, when we got out of the car too, like when we pulled into the parking lot and got out of the car, opened the doors, it was just beer cans and soda cans and water cans all <laughs> spilling out yeah. onto the ground. I remember that vividly. And it was like three, four f uh, floors uh -huh. and it was all kids everywhere. Yeah. College kids, like beach week. So we went to go chill, but Medlock decided to try to impress girls. And he said, I'm going to jump off the fourth floor balcony into the pool. And we... We were walking past him like, please don't do that. <laughs> and then the owner of the hotel said, if you do that, you're getting kicked out. I didn't out. even hear him say that. Like, then, I didn't see the guy until actually I actually jumped into the pool. And then I saw him. I remember that. So then we, we went in the room and pretended to be asleep. And we heard this ruckus. 
And then they came banging on the door, and we, he, they were like, you guys are all out of here. I don't know how they found our yeah. room from you half dead in the well, pool. Well, I was standing on the balcony looking down at the pools directly beneath me, and all the Towson State cheerleaders that were on our floor were like cheer- cheering me on. So I stripped down into my boxers and jumped into the pool down below. But the pool is like six feet deep, and I'm six one, So my heels just yeah. slammed into the bottom of the pool, and I like... Yeah. Oh, is this when you broke yeah, your yeah, broke your ankles? Yeah. Well, both feet. I tore some tendons yeah. or something, but I didn't even feel it until like the next day. But anyway, the, the, the why owner did you was, pencil dive? The, the owner was standing there, and he's like, "That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen anybody do in my life. You're out of here." So he grabbed me. We went up to the room and woke all you guys up at whatever ungodly hour it was, ungodly gospel hour it was, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, kicked us out. And so it's like in the middle of the night. We were driving around Ocean City. We had to find a new hotel room but it was uh beach week or some like memorial day weekend or something so they were all full, full. and uh yeah. we couldn't yeah. like we did like, find some place but i felt bad so i ended up like paying you guys back for the deposit and i had to pay for the whole new room it was just a nightmare but you didn't stay at the hotel it was a nightmare because you stayed at the hospital yeah no so in this in this story would you say that you were jesus <laughs> or are you pregnant mary because you're injured and we need to find is there any room yeah. at the well, end if anybody no ever room. asks i'm always on up on the cross anyway so i guess i'm jesus yeah <laughs> so you ask anyone that knows me and i'm i'm always the martyr but oh there's no room yeah. at the end no medlock was the first one to move downtown of all of us we all stayed in the suburbs and had this like gay frat party house yeah. on, the, on a cul-de-sac fun, where we all grew up but mike was downtown first before everyone else because you were in bands and you had a, like a, a nice job down there. So we would always come and see you in the city and feel big time. You know, you lived right off Adams Morgan. Right. But uh, you had this apartment that was uh, like a sliver. It was like a triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like the custodian studio. janitor's closet, yeah. but they decided to make some yeah, money. It was. <laughs> and they've turned it into an yeah. apartment somehow. Because I remember all your appliances were like Jimmy jacked yeah. in there. They weren't even supposed yeah. to be there. But it was nice. It was a good space, and uh, I had I had a girl come there one time while you guys were. We I came downtown with my friend fifty fifty five zero JT three, and uh, I thought we were gonna all go out drinking. But then I got a text from this girl, and she was like, "Oh, you're in DC. I'm I'm coming in on the Chinatown bus from New York right now." This girl was a model, so I was like, "Whatever you want, baby. I got a place in the By city." Girl, do you mean guy? So. I was like, Mike, you and John go drink, have fun, stay out all night long. Just let me have your apartment for a little bit. You owe me this after sloppy seconding me on four different girls. <laughs> so you were like, all good, bro. And you took John out and uh, you guys went drinking and I had the girl over and then she had to go to the suburbs with her mm-hmm. family. So I just passed out in a, in a post-coital daze. And then you guys crashed through the door at 2 a.m. You smashed through the door at 2 a.m. and said, do not ever bring John downtown again. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Every time you go, and we'd already had a beach problem with him. Outside of your beach problem, he got you guys kicked out of secrets. Yeah, we were a hot mess back then, man. It was was a beach bar that was like a a, a meat market. And he fell over some girl and knocked a girl in the water off the dock or something. It was like, imagine Jersey Shore on steroids. And it's just like this club. And so we're in there and John is just shit-faced. I mean, he's hammered. And there's there's a bachelorette party going on. So they're like, they're drinking like dick straws drinks, you know, like drinks with like dick straws in them. And they're like, and they're drinking. So like the girl puts one in John's mouth to like drink and he's like, oh, whatever. And then he just grabs her hand and bites her thumb, like almost bit her thumb almost completely off. (laughs) 
like almost bit a thumb <laughs> off, like blood out of the thumb. A bouncer saw it and grabbed him and threw him out. So I followed out behind him. And then we had to take the bus back to the hotel that we were staying in. And he passes out on the bus. Uh, he's, he's probably going to kill me for telling yeah. this story, but he passed out on the bus. There's a lot of Johns, lot of Johns out, there. out there. Yeah. yeah. He passed out on the bus and then peed himself on the bus. <laughs> so yeah. I had to like drag him off the bus and like arm around my shoulder while he soaked in pee, carry him up to the hotel room. That was your fault. Yeah, that was my fault. He peed himself. Yeah, that was fault. your fault. Thanks, Obama. Because years before you did this experiment on him where he passed out on the couch and you were like, let's see if you put oh. someone's hand in warm water do <laughs> oh, they pee right, themselves. Yeah, and we were like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we were shrooming. Because yeah. we, there's a photo from that night with all of us looking at our, our eyeballs right, in the right, mirror. Right. <laughs> but uh, we put his hand in the warm water. Sure enough, he peed his pants. And there's a picture of you and like three hot girls oh, around him this. pointing yeah, at his yeah, white crotch. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. And ever since then, whenever he blacked out, he just pee. As soon as he got in the car, it's like he would Pavlov's pee. dog. Pavlov yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put, you put it. In, you put something in him. You gave him some some yeah, trauma. Yeah. But this particular time in D.C., Medlock comes back through the door and goes, "Don't ever bring John down here again." And he goes uh, into the bathroom, which is through the closet. Mike has all these nice shirts in this weird sh- closet, and the shirts are on two levels. There's like a floor row of shirts and a ceiling row of shirts. So he goes in the bathroom. John comes through the door. And goes and looks at the bed and goes fuck yeah, and passes out face down on Medlock's bed. Which everybody that came to visit Medlock in this little tiny studio knew. Like you either get the floor or the couch. It's a one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. The man's bed is the man's That's goddamn right. bed. So you come out of the bathroom, you see John, you go fuck that, and you grab his feet and pull him off of the bed, and his head goes on the hardwood floor, <laughs> and he stayed down. He didn't move at all. And you were like, fuck you. And His you got in bed and blue. went to sleep. He wasn't breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine because he, an hour later, 2 a.m. I wake up and he's fiddling with the mm-hmm. front door. And I go, what are you doing? And you remember Johnny has three stages when he blacks out. He, first he goes, uh, I'm mm-hmm. good. If you ask him if he's okay, he goes, I'm good. And then you try to help him and he goes, don't <laughs> touch me. And then if you touch him, he goes, I'll right. kill you. So it always goes from I'm good, don't touch me, I'll kill <laughs> yeah, you. exactly. So he's fucking with your front door. And I go over there, I go, John, what are you doing? He goes, I'm good. And I was like, oh, no, this is not good. And I went over, and he has dick out, he's pissing on your doorknob. And I go, stop that. Come here. Put your dick away. And he goes, don't touch me. And I dragged him across the house to try to get him into the bathroom. And he goes, I'll kill you. And he peed all over all your shirts in the closet. Yeah, do you remember? (laughs) So I was trying to move him while he was urinating from the doorknob to the restroom. Do you remember what he brought with him from 7-Eleven that he was gnawing on? So this is oh, the card, the piece of cardboard yeah. is a Sunday yeah. newspaper, and he remembers doing this. Yeah. This I was talking to him about this recently. It was recently. a Sunday newspaper. It was an actual newspaper. It was a yeah, Washington Sunday, Post. Sunday Washington yeah. Post, and those things are thick as hell. Yeah, he so he goes in the bathroom. He's already done peeing, and then he walks out the front door, and I'm like, "Please don't leave. Where are you going? What are you doing?" And he's like, "Fuck you! Don't touch me! I'll kill you!" And I'm like, "Fine, whatever, dude." <laughs> he comes back with a Washington Post with mayonnaise and and ketchup and yep. mustard spray, sprinkled on it like All a toaster it. strudel <laughs> and he goes here hold my pizza i'm gonna go piss and he goes in the bathroom and i'm like there now you know where the bathroom <laughs> yeah. is god damn it and i'm holding this thing in my hand and i'm like i really want to see him try to eat this but this is our boy and i he might hurt himself and medlock's not awake if, if you were awake i would have said let's watch yeah. him eat this <laughs> you yeah. were mad and you were passed out so I just folded it in his half and put it in the garbage and he came out of the bathroom and he goes where's my pizza 
And I was like, I can't let you eat that, dude. And I pointed to the garbage, and he took a swing mm-hmm. at me. And I backed up, and he haymakered himself <laughs> around in a circle and fell in my arms like a baby. And then, uh, yeah, the next morning, we had to find a metro yep. station. And I met John when we were f- in fifth grade. He took me to the Boy Scouts. We saw a troop of Boy Scouts on the way. He's shambling through DuPont Circle with his shoelaces untied. And he's like, always be prepared. <laughs> he's trying to give advice to these Boy Scouts. Don't trust the Scoutmaster. <laughs> Don't be alone with him. So Mike and I used to have a, a miniature mafia at Reston Town Center. You worked at Paolo's and I mm-hmm. worked at Sunglass Hut. And a couple of other friends worked at the, at the uh, movie theater and the Thai place. And we all just yeah. hooked each other up. I think I gave you some Oakleys, and you gave me free breadsticks for life. Yeah, breadsticks and bolognese. That was your, that was your go-to and order. And then uh, you said you were going to go away to the Air Force, so I got mad, and uh, I didn't. I stopped hanging out for a little bit because I was I was mad and I was sad because you were my last <laughs> only friend left, and then you said you were leaving to go to the Air Force, and then I heard that you had a heart attack when you were nineteen. <laughs> From some of your friends from doing cocaine when you were yeah, 19. I don't remember that, but okay. It was the urban oh, okay. legend of, yeah, of Virginia. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was thir- third hand stuff. But we wrote each other letters while you were in the Air Force and I was at school in, in right. England. Uh, and I'll remember the snow fort? We made a fort in a snowstorm. I was just telling Jackie about this the other day. I went over to your house on like uh, whatever day it was, and then the biggest snowstorm of the world happened. The very night, that night or whatever, it was like, you know, the snow was up like to the top of the door. So I couldn't get, I couldn't leave your house. I couldn't get out. And, um, yeah. my mom was pumped. She was like, I yeah, have another son. Yeah. And so we built <laughs> pillow forts in your basement and like yeah. watch scrambled porn on your TV, basically. Yeah. We built the sheet over the TV. So the cable box held the sheet down over the top yeah. of the TV. Like they couldn't see through the sheet that we were watching a, a tit maybe or not moving right. up and down. Yeah, there was that first like three minutes before it would start to scramble. Yeah. You would get, see the very beginning of the porn. <laughs> so if there was like credits nudity, you got to see that, and then it would go all scrambled. I have five minutes of stand-up about that from <laughs> 10 years ago that yeah. I used to do about getting caught. Yeah, that was epic. So Medlock is the Irish Highlander. If there's any other Irish people around, they have to go. There can only be one <laughs> Irish person. We yeah. have one other Irish friend, a friend of ours. You have to, a friend of ours. That yeah. Medlock knows. He We're, used to call ahead when he would come over and be like, is he there? Yeah. I'm not coming. If he's there, I'm not coming. Because yeah. you come all the way from yeah. downtown. And you're like, if that motherfucker's there, I just wasted a 45-minute drive. I'm not coming. And you have it, to clear it first. So we called you guys the Irish Highlanders because he couldn't be there when you were there. <laughs> he would call ahead and be like, well, are you sure Medlock doesn't need to come over? Are you sure right. I can come over? Because you coming over was more special because you weren't right around the right, corner like right. him. So yeah. he kind of got side-slotted. Good times. Good times. <laughs> and you knew and you knew that you knew that if Medlock came over, you wouldn't have to sit there and watch meeting people as easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> grainy pitchfork yeah. video <laughs> footage so i was listening to soft focus today and i noticed you have a line about courtney courtney love yeah. killed kurt cobain this is my favorite conspiracy theory actually um today when we were when i set the songs over to you because of that i know you wrote a paper on that well we were going to nova mm-hmm. together northern virginia community college and i had to do a, a research paper and i didn't have anything re- prepared they were like, it's time to turn in your synopsis. And I had snuck a British music magazine into the class inside of my book. And I was like, fuck, I got to turn in a synopsis paper for my research. So I looked at the front of my British music magazine and it said, who killed Court? Kurt, Courtney killed Kurt Cobain. The lawyer mm-hmm. speaks. So that was my research project. And I called that Tom Green dude, yeah. the investigator. 
and he told me about the handwriting changing halfway yeah, through man. and the subject matter changing halfway through and how you can't shoot yourself in the face with that particular firearm with shoes on with yeah. your feet the barrel's too long to do with your hands so he gave me all this cool that became yeah, my no, favorite I, i've been telling everybody that from just from what you told me like for years <laughs> i've been telling people like all the reasons why it's unlikely that he killed himself no, yeah, she did yeah. It. yeah so that, yeah, that that's yeah. that line has always been kind of in my head and when it came time to write this song i threw that in there mostly because it fit it's has like it's relevant to the song and the lyrics but it was just like a funny line that was just in my head at the time based on the conversation that we had uh, many times yeah yeah josh yeah, that's that's like a real research paper mm-hmm. like yeah. that's based on an interview and i got an a plus yeah, yeah that's awesome you interviewed the, the detective <laughs> can you tell are you comfortable telling donnie your jack white story jack White story about his is it, scrotum is it, my, is it my balls yeah yeah wait what <laughs> i don't know if i remember you said you met jack white in dc and and the girl a girl who had hooked up with jack white and the whole time he was hooking up with her she she was hooking up with him he kept going my balls i, probably, I was probably lying i don't remember that at all <laughs> yeah that's probably bullshit yeah i don't remember that at all yeah. Well, a lot of people in Texas uh, have really heard are. that story. <laughs> so there, there's a whole lot of people who think that whenever Jack White gets a blowjob, he goes, my yeah. bowels, that, okay, my the story, bowels. The story's coming yeah. back to me now. I, I vaguely remember talking about that at some point, but I'm 99% sure that's bullshit. I'm pretty sure I lied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. settled. So Courtney did kill Kurt Cobain. But Jack White does not oh, say yeah, my balls. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, when I would get when I would get drunk, I would tell this. Yeah, it was an absolutely made up story, but I would tell this story. I would awesome. tell this story just drunk because I thought it was funny. Where it was just like, yeah, I met a girl. She said she blew Jack White, and the whole time he's like, my balls, my balls. The Jack White voice. In and that, that in white, white striped voice. voice. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I would just get bored. I would get drunk and so bored he, and make up stories. Yeah. So Jack White just wrote this scathing article about Trump. Uh, shaking hands with Guy Fieri at the UFC thing. He was like, this is a statement. This is a press release. I I hate you for shaking hands with Trump. He's a sex offender. He's a fascist. How dare you shake hands with this fascist? Yeah. But then I was watching The Flash, and there was an action sequence, and sure enough, it's uh, a salute, solution. It's a Jack White song. So he's kind of selective about which sex pests he supports because <laughs> he's okay putting a song right. in the Ezra Miller movie. Yeah. But he, he's mad at Guy Fieri for shaking hands with Trump at the fucking yeah. wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break here real quick and we'll be right back with a little bit more. So did you guys hear that the government confirmed that there's aliens yeah. today or yesterday? Uh, well, yeah, there, there's a lot of hearings on it, right? I got, like I don't, of, I'm not sure what's voice. real because every, you know, every but, website is propaganda now. Yeah, well, I feel like the fact that nobody's excited about this makes me not excited about it. But like, it's kind of like ridiculous. It has to be true. I mean, it has to be true. Like everybody's coming out in the government now saying that they, they, yeah. that they have crashed aircraft and they've seen people like they have bodies and like all this kind of shit. But then this thing kind of thing also happens like every twenty years or so. Do you remember that Fox thing where like they were gonna autopsy an alien? Oh, that fake thing. Yeah, the fake thing. Yeah, yeah. so stuff like yeah. this happens all the alien time. Autopsy? Yeah, alien it, autopsy. I like, remember every night on Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. They would have clips from it. They were like, oh, this is disturbing. It's an alien autopsy. Yeah. And I and I, I guess it was leading up to when they premiered it on Fox. And I guess it was, I don't know, some type of War of the Worlds broadcast type thing where they tried to convince mm-hmm. you that this thing was real or something. They've done yeah. it cooler in the movies too many times, so yeah. we, nobody's going to believe it. 
We had a bit that we're working on where the aliens left listening stations on Earth in 2016 when uh, Trump de- un- un- declassified all that stuff. And there mm-hmm. was that Naruto run guy at Area 51. Remember that? Mm-mm. No, I don't think I Some kid tried to do a Naruto run into the Area 51 and got shot or something. Oh, or shot no, at. they were they were they're basically going to chart like they were like, if we get enough people together. We can run. We can charge into Area Fifty One oh, with like yeah. thousands of us, and they can't stop all of us. Yeah, and that was like that was right. Yeah, that was like twenty seventeen ish. Um, there's a there's a good internet historian video about that. But so the theory is that they they did come here then, and then they put listening stations everywhere because they they visited Earth and found that it was time to listen to women. That was like the big problem on Earth was that it's time to listen to women. So they put <laughs> listening stations up everywhere. And now they're revealing all the findings, and Biden has to read off the top answers or whatever the findings are from all these listening stations where they listen to women. So Biden's just going to be like, I heard she said I was a fat bitch. <laughs> these pants make me feel fat. Is it? Yeah. I don't want, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's a few different ways you can do it. We were also doing it today. We were talking to each other, and they, yeah. you know, they have these listening stations, and, and so they're like, we've been analyzing the Earthlings broadcasts, and Apparently the males of the species haven't been paying attention and listening to the females, and therefore the females would like the males to know, um, I'm so tired. Can you take out the trash tonight? I don't have the energy for this argument right yeah, now. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not tonight, honey. Yeah. So you guys don't... Medlock, you were saying you were going to get a PS5. Did you get a PS5? No, I never did. Never You're talking, did uh, what game did you get, Bjarke? Did you get Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, I mainly just like played Grand Theft Auto and like those like Rockstar games. But for the Switch, you got a Switch. Oh yeah, I like haven't gotten anything. I'm, I play a game called Overcooked, and uh, it's oh just, yeah, I yeah. like that game. Uh, I yeah. got banned from the Grand Theft Auto subreddit for saying "kill yourself." <laughs> I got my Twitter. I got I got banned from Twitter yesterday for <laughs> uh, calling to for people to um to kill uh, Donald Trump. Like, oh, I to, thought they let anybody say anything on there. Yeah, now. that's what I thought no, too. Th- so yeah, in, uh, if, if it, oh, it's it's in the opposite direction now. Yeah. It used to be it used to be if you said things in a certain direction, then you would get banned. But now it's the opposite direction. Yeah, in, in my defense, it was Don Jr. had tweeted like we should kill pedophiles or or execute pedophiles. So I posted a photo of of his father with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, and yeah. I was like, you're right, we should execute pedophiles, and I got banned from Twitter for that. We used to babysit this kid that had epilepsy, and we would play video games with him, and they had that warning at the beginning for the flashing lights that said, you can't play this if you have epilepsy. Right. So his mom would be like, don't play video games around him. So then we were all pissed that we couldn't play games, and he was asking us for some pizza, and we are like, you can't have Little Caesars because you're going to have Little Seizures. (laughs) (laughs) So I've heard that there's a war on Christianity. Apparently, the Christians are all mad. They're always saying this, that everybody's after them, and that, you know, there's a gay agenda that's trying to ruin the church. There's a war on Christmas. I don't yeah. know if you know. Right, right. But it seems like it already happened, because when I first moved here, I was driving around working for the city and stuff, and uh, there was churches everywhere. And then a year later, there were churches everywhere with for lease signs. And then a year after that, a couple of the churches had been taken over as rock venues. And I remember at church when we were little, they were like, rock and roll is the devil. Don't listen to rock and roll. Right. And I was like, fuck yeah, rock and roll won. Yeah. That ate two churches so far yeah. in Austin. <laughs> They're now rock venues because they've got good uh, acoustics. Good acoustics. It's ironic that the Bible Belt is called the Bible Belt because everyone here wears elastic waisted uh, <laughs> Nobody sweatpants. wears belts. Right? There's no belts here. <laughs> they don't fit. <laughs> 
It's all do you get any uh, weird ads on Reddit? I've been getting a lot of ads for uh, if your dick is bent. There's a picture of a carrot that's bent. I'm not. I'm not. I swear, I'm not talking about having a bent dick anywhere at all. I don't know how this is happening. Siri, why is my dick bent? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like one. I like to fuck around a corner. That'd be cool. But I don't know why I'm getting ads for bent. So yeah, pretty good like G spot activation, right? Uh, yeah. If you got a girl, a funky girl with a G spot on the left, <laughs> or if you just turned a certain direction, <laughs> if you scissored just right, if you're laying down and you're too lazy to roll over, yeah. You can use your penis to look around the corner like a periscope. <laughs> so you guys were here, or, or Medlock, you were here for like South By time, right? Yeah, I came down for a few days. Uh, it was my third South By. All the two times before that were also to visit Josh, though, not really for the festival. So I just come down and oh, I just, okay. I was like, what's a fun time to come to Austin? I was like, I guess South By. So yeah, each time come, I came down to visit Josh and, uh, and then he took me around and like, you know, caught a show or two and. Got some barbecue and stuff like that. Yeah, it was fun. I, I like Austin a lot. Next time you need to come in August so you can feel the fucking lasers coming out of the sky. I know, you can feel the radiation that's giving you skin cancer if you Dude, step outside. It's brutal up it, here, too. I can only imagine yeah, what it's like there right now. Yeah, no, it has been it has been all over 100 degrees since for at least a month. Damn. Every single day, no rain, no clouds. God, that's crazy. Mike texted me last week, and he was like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. You're in the news. <laughs> yeah. They're really in a heat A heat dome. dome. <laughs> yeah, whenever that whenever that heat dome hit us, it was like you couldn't go outside. Like it was so humid. It was like 100% humidity, but it was also 100 degrees outside. So Yeah, that's brutal, man. I don't know how you guys yeah. I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah. Uh it's too hot for it's summer, so we're not having any school shootings, so that's good. We've got uh, <laughs> just heat instead. You know, people are trying to figure out who to blame for that. They're going to blame GTA. I think they should blame Star Wars. Anakin was the first school shooter. That's true. He killed all those kids. All those younglings, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't even know what the big deal is. I've been shooting kids all over my shower curtain for years. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is how our text conversations go, and I'm always like, I, I got I to gotta go. I can't, I can't yeah. be on this text anymore. I can't be. I'm not affiliated with exactly. him. Yeah. Prank no, caller. Uh, Who is this? Prank caller. How'd you get this number? <laughs> Josh and I had one. It was uh, make Twitter screech in four words. So we were like, you know, uh, uh, those women raped Cosby. Oh, my God. <laughs> N- Nanking was asking for it. <laughs> oh, my God. We had a few of those. Mostly mostly revolving around rape for some reason. I guess because yeah. uh, that, that really makes Twitter mad when you make rape jokes. Yeah. yeah. Rape jokes yeah. are only funny when it's a skunk trying to fuck a cat uh, right. in, the, in a cartoon. <laughs> right. Pepe yeah. Pew, yeah. And he's French. <laughs> so I was at the beach last week, and I noticed uh, beach towns are now like uh, – They've turned into all like Trump towns. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, well, especially Texas beaches. I guess maybe it's just Texas. Yeah, there's not beaches. a lot of liberal uh, coastal Texas cities. Now, they they get many? mad about the tar and the sand, and they don't want any more black stuff. Yeah. <laughs> how many Trump flags do you guys have on each one of your pickup trucks right now? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't know. I saw them. They're on golf carts down there. Oh, my God. Because everybody rides a golf cart. But there's yeah. a bunch of things that are racist now that post-Trump that didn't used to be. Viking runes are racist now. One of our waitresses had Viking rune tattoos on her wrist. Some dude came up to me at a bar and was like, are you Norsemen? And I was like, I'm not sure if I want to get into that. (laughs) And uh, the flag, the American flag is racist now. You can't even have an American flag. Mm -hmm. The uh, Punisher is racist now. You can't have (laughs) a Punisher or anything. That used to be cool. The color blue, anything you can't blue. Yeah. (laughs) And Calvin, Calvin pissing on stuff used to be funny. It used to be for like brand identity, but now it's he's pissing on Biden. Barbed wire arm tattoos. And he's pissing (laughs) on. Is there one of is there one of Calvin pissing on a cross? Because that'd be pretty edgy. 
Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Because whenever I grew, when I was growing up in the Local religious idea. place I was growing up, it was instead of Calvin pissing, it was Calvin praying to the cross. Mm-hmm. That was like the sub, the 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 double subversive Christian version of the Calvin sticker. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's praying next to the veteran thing with the yeah. gun in the ground. Yeah. But the yeah the beach economy when I lived in Florida at the beach it was the whole year was based around you know how like shopping malls look forward to Christmas because they go into the black and they make a profit finally mm-hmm. and they're operating at a deficit for the rest of the year <laughs> the beach has like tourist season so everybody that lives there just looks forward to the snow bunnies coming down oh, 100% it's like iry financial rhythms bruh <laughs> they're just waiting for like people to come spend money this is the first time somebody asked me where i was from and i didn't proudly say austin because it was so rednecky down there oh, wow like, oh, should i say that yeah this lady goes where are you from and i was like austin the area kind of outside <laughs> that's when you say uh, austin but i'm one of the good ones <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like berlin 1942 <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a bunch of pictures you know you're at the beach with your family you have to take pictures so i started yelling at my kids Put on a show for mummy. Put on a good boy show for mummy. It's time for a picture. <laughs> it's always creepy. I never like taking pictures. You know, we used to have to go to Olin Mills and JC Penney's. Yeah, man. Yeah. And they would like hang a little stuffed animal and go, look at the stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to like tilt your head in the right direction. Like they get the right angle of you. All those pictures Stand are horrible. Stand up beside the not... fireplace. Take that look from off your face. Yeah, hell yeah. Speaking of, no, what are we going to do with that one? There's <laughs> already a fireplace. There's there's plenty of anti-Semitic jokes we can do with that. Uh, yeah, with the don't look back in anger about the Holocaust. Yeah, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did some birding. I birded. I've never birded before in my life. We had binoculars. I got a. I saw a roseate spoonbill at the beach. I used to think birders were people that fuck birds, but apparently it's like you just look at them. I had no idea. There was a grocery store there called the IGA. It was like a FEMA depot. Everybody's just running around, panicked like it was COVID. <laughs> like it's all tourist people. Like we got to find it. We got to find a hat. We got to get groceries. And it's no, nobody's from there. Everybody's from somewhere else. Right. It's fucking chaos. But I'm getting getting a bunch of ads or messages on YouTube or on uh, Instagram. Every time I post anything now, if you tag your location, they somebody from the Middle East messages you and go named Jaharash. That says like promote on Texas vibes, family. Yeah, it's every single post. Yeah. Hello, dear yeah. lover friend. Please yeah. to buy my. Hello, my friend. Yeah, hello, please yeah. to send me money now. So I've started putting in fake towns instead of Austin. I really don't care if people from Austin know about the show or not. You know, I'd rather have international appeal anyway. <laughs> so I'm just thinking up towns like I that I've lived at, Carnforth, England, Schladming, Austria. I start putting in Timbuktu, and I don't get any Indian people going. Promote on Timbuktu, yeah. Vibes, we are fam. <laughs> We're not interested in Africa. We got to play a lot of tag with the kids on the beach, and uh, sometimes you're too tired to run, so they just come slap me and go, "You're it," and I just go, "Yep." I'm just it now. That's this is my life. Yeah. They couldn't understand why someone would be okay with being it. It's like <laughs> calling someone gay. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I'm just gay. That's fine. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to be it forever. I was with my wife and her mother, so I did not get listened to at all on any of my uh, suggestions for anything. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. And I was like, I appreciate it if you would value my input, honey. And she was like, I do value you in my, your input. And I was like, you're going to value my input later in the shower. <laughs> 
Kids can't Which hear. We, you do a school shooting. Gonna be, yeah, there's going to be some input and some output. Keep the tip. We've been discussing what could possibly be a fate worse than death. And it's, uh, you know, people wish on you a fate worse than death. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking, you know how if you get hit on the head and you get bonked retarded, but you still know, you still know what's going on inside. Yeah. Like that's a fate worse than death. Like people go, oh, I'm going to jump off a building, but I don't want to land wrong and just be dumb forever and be trapped inside of a dumb body. That's basically what happened but then, to me so at the if beach you had that, I jumped off the thing and into the pool. That's that's the story. Yeah. Now. You're lucky there's a fate yeah. worse. No, you didn't get a fate worse than death. Plus, and then if you got arrested and you were like a, a butt slut, then you're like trapped in a retarded brain and you're a butt slut rape slave. That's a fate worse than death. That's pretty but bad. But then I just saw an uh, article this week that Danny Elfman is being charged with messing with little boys. Oh my God. What? Yeah, so the guy I heard Boingo, Boingo. Yeah, no, the, the the Batman. He's got allegations, so I'm going to have to add that to the fate worse than death. You're a retarded rape butt slave to Danny Elfman. Yeah. Because he seems pretty uh, pretty twisted. Have you been on Oasis Reddit, Mike? No, I, I don't go on Reddit at all. I'm an adult. So they have tags for different stuff, and on every other subreddit, it's like, this is a shit post if you're just trolling. Is that right? But on the Oasis subreddit, they're called shite posts. Yeah, of course they are. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's, it's very cute. <laughs> Fucking all. You know how we have grackles here? We have the crows everywhere? No, they're called grackles. I didn't know that. Yeah, for some reason they're called grackles. Oh, yeah, they're little black birds, okay. yeah. So we started calling Austin Kokor's gackles. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there at the house when when uh, Matt's dog, Creflo, ate all the weed? No. We had a drug dealer over and he had like $200 worth of weed in his backpack. Crap, and he it. was trying to get me to give him $500 to go to New York and buy some weed and come back. Yeah. And I was like, no, just sell me some of that weed that you that have again. right there. Yeah, you have a <laughs> backpack full of weed right here. You're a drug dealer. Sell me some weed right now. And he was like, no, that's not the style. You got to invest with me and I'm going to go to New York. And I was like, well, let's go outside and smoke a cigarette and talk about it. So we went outside. And while we were outside, Creflo ate all the weed in this guy's bag, like $200 worth. And this is, we were 26, so $200 worth of weed in 1999 was a big deal. That's like $5 million worth of weed now. (laughs) Yeah, he got all pissed. He's like, what the fuck are you guys going to do? We're like, well, there's four of us and there's one of you, so we're going to invite you to go home now. Was Creflo okay though? Like, what happened to the dog? He ate everything. Yeah, but I mean. He ate, uh, we kept having to fill up his dog bowl. We kept giving him... So it just worked its way out of his system. Oh, he had a great night. He had a f- super fun time. <laughs> He's like The guy had weed in like your grandma's vitamins, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh-huh. that little capsule uh-huh. of different weeds. And he was like, try this one, try this one, try this one. And by the third one, we're like, we can't tell the difference. Right. It's just, we're fucked up. Did you guys have any COVID experiences with your body? <laughs> I, I had COVID. Oh yeah, you. you oh, did, you got COVID? Did COVID? Yeah, I forgot. It was like that for like two days. But I, I, I got did you know how? I never got COVID. Did you? That I'm aware. Of. Did you play the blame game, Bjarki? Uh, did you figure out who gave it to I you? I got it after uh, a flight, so I came okay. came uh, back home from Iceland, and yeah, just right after that, I got COVID. Should have just stayed in Iceland. Yeah. He also made out with a bat before he oh. came back. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Thing that's Local delicacy. He put a guy's head in <laughs> he his ass in Iceland head, yeah. and he got yeah, COVID. He chopped yeah. some guy's yeah. head off in Iceland and put it in his lap. <laughs> and then he got COVID. He, he went to a he, he went to a, a Chinese restaurant. They had pangolin. There was some cross-contamination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Well, Mike, I'm glad you didn't get it. You got uh, comorbidities, don't you? Yeah. I don't. I've never. So I mean, like, I've never. If I had it, I never knew, because I never got sick to get tested. I just like you know, I would get like a cold, and then I would take a COVID test, and it was negative. So as far as I know, I've never gotten it. Yeah, I've had three negative tests. I had my roommate got it in summer 2021. Mm. I'd never tested positive. Mm. Um, I've had multiple close contacts. Every single time I've tested, it's been yeah. negative. So I'm thinking that maybe I'm just immune master race. Nice. Like yeah, may, nice. maybe they're maybe because you, know, you know they said back whenever it all started, they said you know like half of people are not going to be asymptomatic yeah. or they're just immune exactly. to it. Exactly. Yeah. So you you don't think about those people because of. Literally every single news article was the hospitals are going to be yeah. overwhelmed. There's been two thousand deaths in a day. Well, you, so you, all you think about is like the what the one percent of cases where it's really really bad. But half of people, you know, didn't even could have been exposed to it multiple multiple times and yeah. never had a problem with I it. I just assumed it's because I so, didn't have any friends. I don't really have any friends. I don't really know anyone. <laughs> right. so I, don't think. I totally <laughs> forgot, but I got it twice. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's crazy. Did you lose your sense of taste? No, nothing like that. No long COVID? Smell? I mean, but probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, now Mike has it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just feeling a little foggy. <laughs> well, what happened, Bjarki? What happened? Uh, you had a cough? Yeah, I had a cough, and it was just like... <laughs> it, I, I was just like laying down, and every time like I would like move, it would hurt. But that was just like bad for like a couple of days, like... For like two Sounds days. Like depression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the second time like it didn't hurt at all. Like it was just like my my wife got it and I just tested positive as well. But like the line was all like faded. So it's like I guess that's that counts. A mild case maybe. Yeah. yeah. Pregnant with a COVID yeah. baby. Yeah. I got COVID balls because I quit showering, <laughs> and I could I just quit. I forgot what day it was. Just time <laughs> kept going by, and I was like, my balls itch. And I realized it was because it had been three days. Yeah, yeah my, my balls. balls <laughs> he turned into yeah, Jack White exactly. in the shower. Like, I've got COVID <laughs> on the balls. Like, so, I guess the cure for itchy balls is to shower daily. I forgot. So how long How long has Paper Tigers been around? How long have you been a band? Like four years. Yeah, we, we formed in April-ish of 2019. Okay. I, I moved to Boston. I so, didn't know anybody. So I was like, I guess I'll start a band just as a way to meet people. And um, I put yeah. an ad on Craigslist and auditioned a bunch of guys and landed with, with the three others besides me that we have now. So uh, you, you guys were banned for a year and then COVID hit. How was that? What was that like? Were you just lots of time to write, lots of time to record? It wasn't too bad. No. kind of liked it. Yeah. We played three shows before two, lockdown. Right? Two, two shows before yeah. lockdown happened. We had our third show okay. canceled because of lock, like right as lockdown happened. And so we've been prepping for like eight or nine months at that point. And uh, yeah. finally started playing shows, and then lockdown happened. We were like, great, that, what are we going to do now? So we actually just used the time really, really well. We used it to our advantage. We like uh, wrote a lot, practiced a lot, recorded, uh, did a lot of video content. We did like a couple of video festivals, I think, like online shows. was a lot shows. of those, yeah. Yeah, a lot of online shows and stuff. So, it, But we were like, we were ready, man. When, when COVID lifted, we like shot right out of the gate and we were ready to go. We started playing nice. shows immediately and put out a lot of content. Yeah. So we were really, really lucky in that, in that sense. A lot of people were told, yeah, do your, do your, what you would do with your creative impulses and, and live your life and take the stimmy check <laughs> and have fun. Exactly, man. And, it, you know, I did, I did the same. I disappeared into my, my guitar a lot and sat outside just twiddling. Because it was like, oh, I'm just going to be 12 again. I'm going to read comics yeah. and uh, play guitar. And you waited until lockdown games. was over to to start a podcast, though. 
you're like well we, over, we, it's back to work let's start a podcast <laughs> well we tried in like uh, in 2020 we started we started one yeah we have a horrible 2020 episode where we're like well the world is fucked oh, no. yeah. so cool <laughs> yes yeah, so the world is fucked so let's talk about star oh, wars right yeah. is what we were doing yeah oh that's the next one do you want to eat shrooms and watch little mermaid it's on plex <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Little Mermaid. I don't think it's colorful enough. I think it's pretty washed out and gray, actually. Uh, that was my junior high. It's movie day. Get the clamshell out. Bring in a, the AV cart. Oh, oh original it. Little Mermaid, not yeah. remake Little No, Mermaid. I want to watch the remake. Oh, pff, that's not colorful tip- enough. Have you seen like how, how bland and gray? And- You'll make your own colors in your mind, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all right. I had a couple friends who uh, we did some shrooms. This is uh, before COVID, and uh, they started watching Ponyo. It was probably one of the best movies you could watch hell yeah with all the under undersea creatures and all the colors and we tried to do chocolate shrooms that my neighbor gave me and he ground up he he dried the shrooms out to like a cracker dust and then baked them into the cocoa mm-hmm. bjarki have you ever done this have you ever done shrooms no. uh, have you ever done any psychedelic no not really like where i came from like it, you wouldn't trust anything like that <laughs> For, they have fermented shark meat that they bury under the sand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I heard you eat it. Does that make you trip out? It should. <laughs> it, it, but we got some of these chocolates, and we ate too many of them too fast. And it, the onset was within 15 minutes. It was horrifying. And I tried to sit on the couch and listen to Air French Band and watch Jungle mm-hmm. Book, as you mm-hmm. do. That was like my comfort mm-hmm. place. But my wife kept running in and out of the back door, going, "This is peyote. They sold us peyote." She was freaking out. I went in the backyard and was like, what's going on back here? And the fence posts were waving at me. And I was like, let me just look at a rock. And the rock was like doing a sexy dance. <laughs> and I was like, this is bad. And it, it, we just held each other's hand. We're like, this is for better or for worse, baby. We're going to make it through. This is what you meant when you said your vows, right? Yeah, <laughs> marital rights. How's, is inflation hitting there? Is groceries gone up in costs in Boston? Kind of, yeah. A little bit. I think it's come down a little bit too. Like it, it hit the same as everyone else everywhere else but i feel like it's come down like gas is a little bit cheaper and groceries are a little bit cheaper now remember we used to hear how expensive everything was in alaska yeah like if you live in alaska orange juice is 12 dollars. Yeah. that's that's the so premium i wonder what it is to stay now. away from people man that's like I'm, i'd be <laughs> yeah. happy to pay 12 like 12 dollars a gallon for gas to stay away from people it's probably 25 bucks for a bottle of orange juice mm-hmm. now with yeah. The yeah. inflation didn't they give out like stipends else? for people to live there isn't it? Wasn't that yeah. the case? From the oil industry. Yeah. Is that right? I missed my chance. It's a thousand bucks a month, or it was a long time ago. It's probably two grand yeah. now. But I mean, you have to spend a lot on firewood, I don't right. know, or unless you want to chop oh, it up yourself. Yeah, you might, might understand uh, a, a little bit of what like living in Alaska is. Like, so you're born in Iceland, yeah, right? In Northern Iceland. So there's a lot of snow. How uh, how lo- how long did you stay there? Like, how, how long before you came over uh, here? Twenty-seven years. So most of okay. my life. So, yeah. Although you know that that was the, what we always our our um, exposure to Iceland whenever we were kids growing Mighty up. Ducks. Was, see what the Vikings did. <laughs> yeah. Is they, they called they called the the nice area Iceland and the icy area they called it Greenland to trick everybody. Yeah. So that so we always came away with thinking that Iceland was this you know amazing magical fantasy yeah, world. Trickster Loki people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every American that I've ever met in my life has told me that. 
And like I don't, yeah, I don't know see? where that comes from. But I think I think I told you that too yeah, when, I, when I first met you. I think yeah, I said the same thing. It was thing. Medlock's one of Medlock's yeah, drunken, drunken lies. Drunken stories. First he told us about <laughs> yeah. Jack White with my my <laughs> balls. Then he told us that you know Iceland <laughs> is actually the green place. And Greenland's actually the icy Jack, place. You guys are both wearing the same T-shirt. Are you promoing no, something? No, it's actually a coincidence. This is our friend's bo- this is our friend's band in Boston. <laughs> so like I didn't I didn't know okay. he was going to be wearing that when I came over. I was wearing this. It's like when you spend too much time around somebody, you start to think alike. But like this is our friend's band yeah, in Boston like, called Miracle Blood. And uh, angry awesome housewives awesome at a ball. How dare you wear the same <laughs> yeah. dress as me, you bitch? <laughs> it's like when the mother-in-law wears the white dress to the wedding. <laughs> well, my favorite anti-racism thing is that the sun burns everyone. You know, everyone's out here just trying to not get burnt by the sun. No matter what color you are, if you're a man or a woman, it's hard out there. Everybody's trying to do do a bear grills and find shelter and water and food. And it's actually gotten worse around here. This is the f- for five days in a row they found a homeless person dead in a field from yeah. the God sun damn. here. Yeah, there was like uh, I think it was like the, yeah five different uh, bodies recovered. Like just and it's like under overpasses. You know that's yeah, that's scary, man. That's awful. That's, Stay inside yeah, during the AC. People on. shouldn't live here. People should move away from here. Yeah, that's not you good. And that's the that's the South by Southwest motto of the people who live here is don't move here. Yeah. So that's that's like that's how you greet people from out of town during South by Southwest. Like, hey, nice to meet you. Don't move yeah. here. Yeah, Mike, you've only experienced the good weather. You've only ever come here it in was March. Freezing when I was there in March, I was like, I, yeah. I didn't have a heavy enough of a coat. It was crazy. Yeah. Somehow we were still sweaty all the time, though. I wonder <laughs> <Yeah>. what happened. <laughs> no comment. So there's a, a writer strike going on now. No one's writing the, and I didn't care. I thought it was dumb, and I was making fun of it until it halted my two favorite things. They halted uh, D- Deadpool and Andor, so yeah. they stopped making Star Wars and Marvel uh-huh. movies because of the writer right. strike. So we're uh, he, here at God Awful Gospel Hour. We're we're happy to help. We're going to help write the new Star Wars Acolyte show, which is about a girl who becomes a Sith, and of course Disney bought Star Wars, so it starts with both of her parents dying. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, she tries to use the force, but she gets exhausted. <laughs> and then her master tries to teach her the ways, and she's like, I don't even have energy for this argument right now. And it's probably going to do very well, because that kind of stuff has done very well for Star Wars recently. They've been hiring a lot of those kind of writers, so we can <laughs> we can embody the new spirit of Disney and help yeah. them. Yeah, We're going to we be scabs and go over the party, the line and, and help write. Now's the time to write a script, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you guys have mean bartenders in Austin? In Boston, we have this problem in in Austin of mean bartenders. Yeah. They call everybody chief and big guy, and they're very rude. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We we only go to like a couple of the same bars usually, like Avenue, yeah. and the people there all know us because we go we're in there so much that they're really nice to us. It's cool. Like I mean, believe it or not, Boston's actually a big drinking town. Crazy, right? I know it's just yeah. shocker, no. but like so, there's yeah. like a real cool. I'm a sailor's pig. I lost there's my a leg. real cool unity between drinkers and bartenders here. Like they we treat each other really well. You call each other brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, brother. So we were Everybody's asking ringtone is the dun 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 Oh, <laughs> so that's. Well, the, uh, I think actually Elon Musk would be easier yeah. because he lives here. <laughs> Have you seen those pictures of Elon Musk like twenty years ago? No. How like he was just a skinny balding, like really badly balding oh, wow. nerd. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
So, do you guys have any plugs? What's coming up? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, we're, uh, we're doing In Between Days on August 19th, which is my birthday. So, we'll be playing that festival actually on my birthday, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, when, when does the album come out? Uh, Mid-September. Yeah. And I'm not, I can't remember the exact date, but like mid-September-ish, right? Sounds about right. Yeah. The album's called Charmer. It's our first full-length LP. Yeah. Uh, it's available everywhere oh, on yeah. streaming. And there's a couple of singles out right now that you can check out. Uh, Wedding Cake and then the self-titled song Charmer is out available right now on all streaming platforms and you can check out our website papertigersusa.com and then you can find us on all of our social medias at papertigersusa donnie and i already heard the whole album it's nice. beautiful chaos thanks man yeah <laughs> all right Bjarke, are you gonna make everybody sing happy birthday to mike at the festival? Ooh, he, he will you could you could do a guitar probably thing. love that i would i might tell all the girls to throw their panties at yeah, the stage exactly. <laughs> <laughs> again, again. <laughs> They already That's do that right, anyway. Man. All right, it was a pleasure to yeah, talk to you guys. Fun. Thanks, thanks yeah. for having us. We really appreciate it. You need to come visit more often than every twelve years, so we can have you actually in the studio here. Uh, Donnie wasn't here last time you were here, but next time we'll schedule oh, yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah. And then bring Bjarke. Bring I'm the whole band. Trying to get you up here to visit, man. Yeah. You got to come up to Boston. I told you, if we go there, then we have to go yeah. to Salem because my wife is That's a witch. Good. Salem's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll be shipping up to Boston. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Appreciate, Appreciate y'all. You guys. Play, play that right. theme song. Bye. Play that theme song. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming up now. <laughs> you can just sing it. Yeah. <laughs> God awful. God awful. <laughs>